0: So, hello and come back. Another episode of the Self-Development with Tech Takes a Podcast. Today, once again, some rather random thing. It is pre-recorded um, for times where I am not quite available. Which is good. Period. Um, let's actually have a look at the DerekSivers.com site. There is at the time a book that I'm going through. It is not the courage to be happy. This is a one that I already went through. It I think I mean, I have to say, in the past, I guess yeah. There wasn't really a, a book that I thought, well it's 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 tremendous, it's great, it is whatever. Um kind of. I don't know why, but there's not been a single book that I thought was just insanely good. But um I do kind of remember that the courage to be disliked was pretty good, which is another book by them um yeah, and so the courage to be happy, I guess it was also rated rather well. I can show you the art of loving <laughs> <coughs> some good insights into respect and different kinds of love, brotherly, parental, romantic, but mixed in with hyperbole that made me quit reading. 1 out of 10. Nice. Almost perfect. 7 out of 10. Elite athlete and physical artist shares her philosophy and actions that made her the best in the world. Then we have awakened That Giant Within by Tony Robbins. I think it is. It is a rather known book. Um, period. The Socrates Express. Essays and Aphorisms by Artur Schopenhauer, might actually also be Arthur Schopenhauer or, or something, I actually don't know. Classic philosophy, I strongly disagreed with his thoughts on the meaning of life, on women and some on religion, but the rest were fascinating and worthy of deeper reflection, too much to summarize See notes. So, so I assume the notes are... Okay, you know, there's, there's quite some notes here. Um, I still believe that it is interesting, um, aphorisms in general, um, I do not know the definition of aphorisms anymore, but I like going through them, because they can give you a glimpse of what somebody thinks, and what somebody really believes in, um, it is kind of, you know, it could also be a quote, depends, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's actually see, everything is really water means the world we perceive is characterized by great diversity, by fundamentally the world is a unity. The reverse is apparent. Two worlds, the real and the apparent one. The living occupy the world of nature, but the world of thought is also inhibited by the dead, immortal. In memory, the past, that which has vanished from the perceived world, continues to exist. Where does it exist? In that other world which we perceive only in thought. It is only in that there that we encounter actual terror, the world of thought is much more real than the physical world, all the qualities in it which we m- in, in which men find useful or interesting or dreadful will be transferred one by one to the real quote world as to their true home, so that at last the physical world is denuded of all value and claim to veneration and becomes a mere illusion and appearance, a veil-masking that other, real, quote-unquote, world. The conceptual basis of Christianity... Well, what I want to say... Um, this concept of having a real world, and as I'm thinking about it, a thought world, I guess it is something that we have all seen... Um, what we think and what we have in our minds do not always um, reflect what reality is like. Sometimes reality is better. I would actually say quite often reality is better than our thoughts are. We are in our head and think that this and that might happen. This and that is happening. But in reality, it's not really the case. And everything is actually rather well. Um don't want to say it's super duper amazing and it's kind of completely the opposite, no, but I guess in our minds, in our heads, we are overdoing things quite easily. The conceptual basis of Christianity